Hi, this is Chris Finch. I'm lead pastor of City Walk Church. I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you don't already know, the best way to stay connected with City Walk Church is with our app. Just go to your device's app store and search City Walk Church to find it. Whether you've been a longtime follower of Jesus or you're just investigating faith, our hope is that this message will help you take your next step in that journey. If you're in the area, we would love to have you come join us in person. For more information or to plan your visit, check us out at citywalkchurch.com or on social media at WeAreCityWalkCA. Good morning, City Walk Church. Hope you're doing well. Uh, whether you're watching at a Starbucks or you're sitting on your couch with some friends, uh, we're really glad that you tuned in. And, and we want to continue to dive into what we've been talking about over the last few weeks. If you've been with us uh, over the last few weeks, you know we've been in a series called The Life of a Jesus Follower. And one of the things we've looked at over the last few weeks is we've really tried to investigate what Jesus was like and what his focus was while he was here on earth. Uh, we figured out that, you know, one of the things that he was really focused on and really the thing that he was most focused on was relationships. He was focused on his relationship with his father. He was focused on his relationship with his disciples. And then he was focused on his relationship with people that didn't believe. And really, that's a lot of what Jesus did. And if you were to take the different stories in the Gospels, you would find that most of those stories, if not all of them, connect to one of those relationships. And so we've been kind of investigating if that's what Jesus was all about, then that's what we as his followers should be about. And the, the statement that we've talked about that I think is really vital for us to understand as we seek to follow in Jesus' footsteps and be a faithful follower of Jesus is this. We're not called to live for Jesus. Instead, Jesus wants to live his life through us. And so the question is, what does living his life through us look like in our society right now? What does it look like when there are people that are uncertain? What does it look like when there are people around our country and even in our homes and maybe us that feel anxious, maybe worried, maybe discouraged? There's unwanted change that maybe you weren't planning for that has happened. And what does it look like for Jesus to live his life through us during those times? And in order for us to really think about that, I thought about what would, what would be good part of the scriptures to look at this morning. And it, what I kind of was brought back to was Paul. And some things that Paul wrote from prison. Uh, Paul was a guy that understood uncertainty. He understood what it meant to be persecuted and anxious and going through hard times and not knowing what tomorrow holds. And he wrote in Philippians chapter 4, as he was sitting in prison, some things that were helpful to him and to the church at Philippi, but some things that I believe would be very encouraging to us as we seek to allow Jesus to live his life through us during this time. And so if you have your app or the Bible nearby, turn to Philippians chapter 4. Kids, go ahead and get your activity sheets out and you'll be able to follow along. But in Philippians chapter 4, verse 4, it says this. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I will say rejoice. Paul, as he's starting this section, he says, You know what? I want you to rejoice in the Lord, and if you didn't hear me the first time, he says it again. I want you to rejoice. 
And when he's talking about rejoicing, he's talking about joy that is not determined by, by circumstances, by things on the outside. He's talking about something on the inside that gives joy that does not change no matter what the circumstances. For most of us, when we think about joy, we think about happiness. And, and for Paul, Paul would say that happiness is really kind of a cheap imitation of joy. Happiness isn't always good for us. It's not always good to get all the things in our life that make us happy. For instance, for me, if I was to go home right now and see a lot of ginger ale in my refrigerator, and I was to open my freezer, which is the door right next to it, and see several half gallons of Brock's ice cream, I would be very happy. But it probably wouldn't be good for me to take in all those things, even though it would make me very happy for a moment. And Paul says, I want you to rejoice in the Lord, and this joy that I want you to have is not going to be based on your circumstances. It's going to be based on the person of Jesus Christ that's living his life through you, that allows you in the midst of anything that's going on to still have joy in the midst of circumstances. And then Paul goes on and he says in verse 5, he says, Let your reasonableness or gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. That word reasonableness is basically the disposition that seeks the best for others and not for ourselves. And Paul's saying, you know what? I want you to have joy. And then when you're tempted to think about yourself, when you're tempted to put yourself first, when you're tempted to retaliate because people have done things that are against you, I want you to display reasonableness. I want you to display gentleness. I want you to follow Jesus' example. And Jesus was the person that, out of anyone in history, did this so well because his whole life while he was here on earth was about other people. It was about sacrificing for other people. It was about being gentle to people that other people weren't gentle towards. It was about putting others' needs ahead of his own. And so Paul says, I want you to rejoice in the Lord always. I want you to have joy that's not based on circumstances. And then I want you to display gentleness. I want you to display reasonableness that puts other people's needs first. And then he goes on to say this, and this is probably the verse that most of us need to hear during this week. And in verse 6 he says this, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. And what's really interesting about this passage, as Paul is writing to us to be anxious for nothing, he's literally probably dragging his hand over a desk and his hand is chained up because he's in prison and he's penning the words, be anxious for nothing. That word anxious basically means to worry. And the idea of, of worry, that the, what the word means, it means to strangle. And, and you know the feeling when you are worried or anxious, it's almost like the evil one is strangling out what is true and is making us think about things 
that cause us to be anxious and worry that in many cases aren't even true. And so Paul says, he says, I want you to be anxious for nothing, but instead with everything, every anxious thought, every worry, everything that you're not sure of, every uncertainty, I want you to take that to the Lord in prayer. And so he emphasizes, he doesn't just say, hey, stop worrying, because man, if we could just stop worrying, we would do it. But he says, hey, stop worrying, don't worry, instead combat that worry with prayer, and combat that worry with a different way of thinking. And so when Paul talks about prayer, and, and this is something that I want to really encourage you with this morning, City Walk Church, instead of having an anxious heart, instead of having a worrying heart, instead of really focusing on the things that are uncertain, Paul says, hey, recognize the greatness of God, take it to God, and share with God what's going on. Sometimes we carry these anxious thoughts and these worrying thoughts in our minds, and, and Paul's saying, you know, God already knows that you're struggling, so be honest with God, recognize His greatness, thank Him for who He is, do it with a spirit of thanksgiving, and, and take it to God. And then he says this, and when we do that, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart just like the soldiers were guarding Paul as he was writing this. He says, the peace of God will guard your heart and your mind as you take your anxious thoughts to God in prayer with an attitude of thanksgiving. And so, instead of being anxious, we have joy, we have a reasonable spirit, and we take anything that is worrying us to God in prayer, and then what we do, and Paul kind of closes this section by telling us, now here's some things I do want you to think about. Here's some things I want you to replace those worrying thoughts with. And it says this in verse 8, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Paul gives us a list of things. He says, if it's true, if it's honorable, if it's pure, if it's just, if it's lovely, if it's commendable, if it's worthy of praise, these are the things I want you to think about. I want you to take your anxiousness to God, and I want you to put into your mind things like this. And he gives us this list. And so here's my question for you, City Walk Church, whether you're a five-year-old listening to this message or you're an 85-year-old listening to this message, whether you're in Yuba City or you're in another part of the world. What would this week look like if instead of worrying, if instead of having unhealthy thinking, if instead of giving in to the temptation to think about ourselves, we walk through this week with a spirit of joy, peace, and unselfishness. What would this next week look like if that's what we did as individuals, but also as a church? See, Paul knew better than anyone that this could not happen just because he wanted it to. Because Paul had been through a lot, and and, and he knew it wasn't going to just happen because he had a desire to not worry or a desire 
to be reasonable or gentle. See, in, instead of worrying, instead of just wanting to not worry, Paul says, I want you to pray, and I want you to think on things that are right. And so let me give you, as I close City Walk, let me give you a, just a few thoughts. Let me give you a few just real practical things that I want to encourage you to do. I'm going to give you three of them that I think will help us make personal application of what Paul said. The first one is this. For some of you, it might mean that you get a 3 by 5 card out and that you write some encouraging truths from Scripture on them and that you take that 3 by 5 card with you everywhere you go this next week and when you're tempted to worry or be anxious or when you're around someone else that's worrying or anxious, you pull that card out and you reflect and meditate on the truths of Scripture. Be a powerful way for you to apply what Paul's saying. Another way that you could apply this is I'd encourage you to maybe get a journal, maybe it's a notebook, maybe it's a 3 by 5 card, maybe it's just a, a note that you open up in your, in your smartphone, and keep a running list of what you're thankful for this week. So that as you go through your week, as, as new things come into your mind that you're thankful for, small things, big things, everything, that you just keep a running list all week long of what you're thankful for. And I believe as you really have a spirit of gratitude that God will use that to really help you reflect Him and help you in your thoughts. And then the third thing is, this is something we've talked about several times, is I'd encourage you to spend a few minutes before your day starts this week by reading God's Word and seeking His guidance. That might mean five minutes in the book of Psalms. That might, be, that might mean going over the same verses that we are talking through this morning, but just taking a few minutes each morning and reflecting on God's Word and asking for His guidance. As we walk through our week, let's remember that Jesus is with us, that He understands what we're going through, and that He loves us deeply. And, and as His life is lived out through us, City Walk Church, we're going to be a light in our neighborhoods, we're going to be a light in our city, we're going to be a light in a, in a place that is dark, in a place that is anxious, in a place that is uncertain. As we allow the Spirit of God to live through us, we're going to reflect Jesus, and we're going to bring light and hope to our city. And that's what the life of a Jesus follower looks like. And so I want to close our time by having my wife come and, and just praying with us again. We're going to pray now specifically for our families. And so I want to encourage you to just prepare your heart as Lori comes, and we're going to pray now for our families. Lord, I thank you so much for um, your truth. And Lord, I pray that even right now, that you would strengthen each one of us in our gathering, Lord, that you would strengthen us to be able to grab hold and fully understand how, how great your love is for us, Lord. Your love is wider and higher um, than we can comprehend without you strengthening us to do that. Um, and so, Lord, I pray you would do that. Lord, your love for us is so high that our greatest enemy can't reach it, can't stop it. Nothing can come um, between your love for us. And so, Lord, I pray that even right now, 
um, you would help our hearts to grasp that. Um, and Lord, I pray that you would um, allow this to, next few minutes of prayer to um, really strengthen and encourage our hearts. Um, so Lord, or um, City Walk right now, I just want to ask that you would just take the next few minutes and, and just tell the Lord, maybe even as a family out loud together, things that you're thankful for that he's done, um, things that um, you've experienced this week that you're thankful for right now. So take a, take a minute and just um, talk about what you're thankful for to the Lord. Right now, uh, maybe for the next minute or two, um, just let the Lord know those things that you struggle with being anxious about, the things that are on your heart um, that you find yourself worried about. Um, go ahead and just tell Him what those things are. Let Him know the things that you're anxious about. I know for me, I can, I can um, let those things run in my mind and not even realize it. So maybe just um, ask the Lord to help you be more mindful of when you're being anxious and when you're struggling with worry. And ask Him to help you remember to keep bringing those things to Him. Um, and He is so faithful to do that when we, when we ask Him to. <clears throat> so maybe take a minute or two and just ask Him to... Um, to remind you to bring those things to him as they come to your mind, to be more mindful of them and that you would just keep bringing those worries to him this week. Maybe as a family, you could take this time um, to pray for opportunities to love others this week in your path, your neighbor, maybe the person in front of you or behind you in the grocery store. Um, there's people all, all around us that need encouragement and love, and I love when the Lord, He literally can answer that prayer. Lord, show me, give me opportunities to love the people in my life this week, and He is so good at at bringing those right before us and giving us those opportunities. So pray right now as a family that God would give you um, sensitivity to the opportunities that he brings and opportunities to just love the people, your neighbors, the people in your family right around you even right now, that God would just make us sensitive to the opportunities we have to love the people in our lives.
Lord, we love you. Lord, you are a good God who, who has loved us so deeply and so intentionally. And Lord, I pray you would help us to be um, mindful of those, those ways that you've loved us. And Lord, that we would just um, display your love. Lord, that we would look to you and um, be filled with joy for your goodness and for the ways that you um, love us. And Lord, I, I pray that um, we would go from here just encouraged, Lord, by um, who you are. And um, again, Lord, thank you for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. About this time in our service, we would have a closing song, but you don't want to hear me sing a closing song because I could do that for you right now, but uh, it wouldn't go well. Uh, but what we do towards the end of our service is we do do a thing called worship through giving. And uh, usually we, uh, at this point, the ushers are coming forward and we pass uh, some of our baskets. But uh, since we're not meeting together, there's a couple ways that you can give. Uh, one is you can go uh, online using either the app or you can go to our website and give online. And I know for some of you that usually give uh, in the baskets, this is going to be an opportunity for you to maybe change your giving and start to give online at least for a season. Uh, if you still would say, hey, you know what, I still would like to kind of write a check, I just feel more comfortable doing it that way, uh, you can also go to our website uh, and there is our, when you click on give, it gives you the, our P.O. box where you can send uh, your gift that way. Uh, and so that's, that's the best way uh, to give while we're not meeting together. And I said this on our video uh, where I announced that we were going to be online. Uh, this is an opportunity for us to continue to be generous as a church. Uh, as a young church, this, it's important that we continue to be generous so that when opportunities come, that we're in a position to continue to move forward. And so I want to thank you for your generosity. I want to thank you for uh, just how you, over this first year of our young church, have given sacrificially. And because of that, God's done some really cool things. One story, uh, just a couple days ago, we had someone uh, that loves City Walk Church, that loves what's going on in this city, uh, call us and say, hey, I want to help you guys do your online experience better. And so I want to provide you with $3,000 to upgrade your video equipment so that during this time, when you're not able to meet together, you're able to have a better online experience, but also in the future, you'll also be able to have an online experience for people that can't make it to church. And so we're just thankful for people's generosity. And so thank you. Uh, as we kind of close up our service, I want to encourage you with a couple things, and then I want to give you a quick update. I want to encourage you to stay connected. Uh, even though we're not meeting in, in person this week, all of our city groups are still on. I hope that you will make it a priority to be at your city group. City Students is on. I talked to Matt Lynch yesterday. He's excited about what's going to happen. I know Pastor Steve's excited about what's going to take place in the middle school. I want to encourage you to get your middle school, high school students to City Students. Uh, we will uh, have a great time there, and it's just going to be a great opportunity for them to connect. And so stay connected to your groups. Also, I want to encourage you to stay connected via social media because that's going to allow you to, to hear updates and kind of see what's going on. It's going to be very important that you stay connected that way. And then as we uh, kind of close up, here's, here's what our desire is. Our desire, and you know this if you watched our previous video, the reason we're not meeting today is because our school called us and said 
that they were going to stop any outside groups from renting from them for a few weeks. Uh, they're still having school up to this point, but they were going to stop any outside groups from meeting, and so that, that's who we are. And so we just didn't have a space this week. Our desire is to have a space in the future. We have some things that uh, it looks like are going to possibly open up. And so our team is going to continue to work on those, continue to pray, and we're going to make a decision for next weekend based on two, two things. One is, do we have a space? If we have a space, that would be helpful. If we don't, then we know we're going to be online again. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, is it wise to meet in person? And we're, we're seeking to listen to people that are a lot smarter than us uh, and just trying to really reflect loving God and loving our neighbor well. And so uh, those are the things that our, our team will be evaluating this week. And so no matter what happens, we believe the best is yet to come. And we look forward to all God is going to do using this opportunity, not, not to obstacle, to help us better reach people in our city and in our region. We love you, City Walk Church. Look forward to seeing you soon. Have a great week.